This is a Lip Media Podcast. Hello, chickens. Uh, oh, my God. The Villa Diodati was well and truly haunted this week. Chickens, it's fabulous, Adam Richard. Uh, theories, it's theory craziness this week. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Since 2013, Bombus has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and t-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. So the haunting of the Villa Diodati, uh, which is, you know, the place on Lake Geneva where Mary Shelley came up with Frankenstein, the modern Prometheus, which she gets to say in the episode. Um, <laughs> the, was it, I think it was Tom Gleason used to have this thing where whenever anyone said the name of, whenever anyone said the title of the, a movie, you had to go, ah, in the audience. Anyway, that's one of those moments that I wanted to go, ah, she said the title as dialogue, like it was a normal thing. Um, so, oh, it was very, very spooky, which I enjoyed. Creepy walking skeleton hands. Um, very, very spooky. Uh, bizarre, creepy uh, household stuff. Uh, bringing... <laughs> food to Graham. Graham unable to find a toilet. It, fe- it seems weird that, you know, Graham's been travelling with the doctor all this time and has not cottoned on to just when plumbing was invented. Anyway, uh, <laughs> um, and I love that he's, he's seen the, <laughs> the chamber pot and gone, no, nah, hold on. Um, very. I loved how spooky it was. I loved how we got the lone Cyberman. I mean, a lot of people had been kind of speculating that that was what was going to happen. You know, Cyberman and Frankenstein both kind of come from the same ideal, which is uh, putting humans back together from lots of disparate parts and then, you know, jamming electricity into them. And when he stuck his arm out the window and got struck by lightning, I was like, oh, there we go. Although Mary didn't spot that, so maybe 
Maybe she was independently uh, <laughs> inspired by lightning <laughs> making Frankenstein come alive. Uh, sorry, the monster Frankenstein was the doctor. Uh, <laughs> well and truly in this episode, she was trying to get them all to start writing the ghost story. Um, Shelley, Shelley being a ghost was a fascinating turn of uh, events that I did not see coming. Uh, and I love that they kind of went back and showed all the things that he did to, you know, basically throwing the jar against the wall and... Somehow, with the weird Siberia AI in his head, he managed to restructure the the architecture of the house and make the hands go wandering. And the chattering skull in the case, that was a bit spooky. I, I still don't understand what was meant to be going on with Graham and the plate of food. <laughs> but yeah, that was... Uh, I, I don't really know what was going on there. That was a, a very... Is that meant to be... You know, was that meant to just be a fun joke at the end? Or were they actual um, manifestations of Shelley in the house going, oh, poor Grey Grace hungry, as always. He doesn't ever seem to get fed. And he's obviously burned through all his cheese and pickle sandwiches in his pocket. Um, also, what was going on with that scene of Yaz uh, basically yearning? for someone, in inverted commas, while uh, Byron was being spoken about in such um, <laughs> horrendous terms. I did love that Byron was was horrific and callous and awful, and you're just like, this is no good. Um, uh, <laughs> but yeah, like Yaz talking, I'm pretty sure she's talking about the Doctor. I think Yaz is in love with the Doctor. like Because there was that, that moment when we first met Yaz's mum, and yeah, and her mum meets the doctor and she's like, oh, is this, you know, are you a couple? And it's just like assumed that that's who that was. Like, and, you know, when Sonia first meets Ryan, she's like, oh, is Ryan single? Like, you know, there, there's no kind of assumption that Yaz and Ryan would be a thing. And, and look, this is a terrible, terrible stereotype. So here it comes. I'm pushing this terrible barrow and I, I'm apologizing in advance, but... There are a lot of lesbian police officers. <laughs> I'm trying not to say men and women when I talk about police. Um, but yeah, uh, it is, you know, it's it's like there's a lot of gay hairdressers. Not all of them, <laughs> but it seems to be one of those professions that attracts a certain type of person. So yeah, I, that, I, I think Yaz is totally infatuated with the Doctor. I wonder if the Doctor's going to lose all of her companions by the end of this series. Like, because it feels like that moment where Ryan's like, he's just one man, talking about Shelley, and the Doctor's like, no, 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 Shelley's poetry will inspire generations. So, we can't, you know, it's it seems like he's just one person, but we can't sacrifice him. But also, you know, it's this is the Doctor. The Doctor never sacri- sacrifices just one person uh, if they can avoid it. So... Ryan saying that I feel like is another nail being hammered into his coffin of departure. Like, you know, it's like he's he's too callous. He's he needs to go. Um last week he said he's had enough. He's you know, is this all we're gonna do? This week he's gone, Oh yeah, just kill Shelley, don't matter. Um I I really think that these are great big flags waving saying, See you later, mate. And as for Graham, I, look, I don't know. I, I do feel that there's something going on with Graham and Graham's about to go. Like the fact that we've we've revisited the cancer again makes me think that there's, you know, that's 
it's the second time this series uh, that it's come up. Um, and it's like Hedda Gabler's gun. The third time you see it, it goes off. And it's like, this is the second time we've seen the lone Cyberman. We've had the mention by Captain Jack, which thankfully they brought up. Um, I did, by the way, I did love the fact that we get to see his face, his weird silver teeth, that he almost had an emotion. He had many emotions, but, you know, he almost had like a a bit of pathos going on before then he was going to murder Mary. Uh, also, you know, sparing the baby, ugh, the, the killing the, the poor French maid was uh, a bit awful. Um, but yeah, I, I really liked this kind of half busted... Cyberman, it was it was a it was very exciting, but yeah, I'm very looking much looking forward to next week's episode. This one, I feel like you know, there was a hint that maybe it was going to be a three parter, uh, and I think definitely is that's what we're going to get. But yeah, beware the lone Cyberman, don't give him what he wants. What did the doctor do? Give him what he wants. Uh, that is, we are in for a huge double episode uh, over the next two weeks. I look I, I'm finding it very frustrating cuz it I'm I by the way it's uh it's very late in the day here cuz I'm in New Zealand and New Zealand is in the future. Um yes, ahead of time, like the most ahead of anywhere. Uh not really. There's like a Pacific island further uh where <laughs> It's further in the future. And then you go fully into the past. There's a line and you go into the past. It's amazing. This planet is weird. Um, but yeah, so I'm in the future. And uh, and also, I watched it on television with commercials. This is something... I have not seen Doctor Who with commercials before. That was a confronting experience. Although, weirdly, because it's on TVNZ2, uh, the commercials were just for other shows on <laughs> TVNZ, like there were no, um, yeah, there were there were no commercials for any particular thing. Although, as soon as Doctor Who finished, there was an entire infomercial <laughs> about an exercise machine. Um, so yeah, it was I was I was quite confronted. So this, I mean, amazing that the that the people of New Zealand get to watch Doctor Who on the TV when it's on the TV uh, instead of having to watch it in little blocky eye view time um and apparently it's going to be on at another point during the week i don't know i don't know what the tv i've been i've been going on tours i went to to weather yesterday oh my god that was amazing but i'm running out of time so i will tell you about that during the week um but yes i oh i don't i don't know what this means for the future of the next two episodes like i really feel like Yaz is maybe going to try and sacrifice herself to prove her love for the Doctor. I feel like Ryan's going to be chucked in the shredder for wanting to kill one person. Um, And also he wants to leave. So it's going to be like, oh, well, see ya. And Graham, you know, is uh, living with a ticking time bomb of mutated genes inside him somewhere. So I feel like... I feel like the Doctor's going to be put through the ringer with her three mates before the end of their next two episodes. Or I'm seeing things that aren't there. I don't know. More theories tomorrow. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health 
right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.